This is a podcast from Minute Media. Malcolm Go podcast, the first of the off season, March second, uh, two thousand twenty-two. Tony Tyler KP coming back after the Super Bowl, the big garbage Rams win. Um, boring. We're starting a new era of Malcolm Go podcast uh, here in the off season. We're trying to keep this thing going year long for you guys. Uh, thank you for our, your support. First of all, first and foremost, but the new era, the the new the new uh, syllabus is if I can give you is going to be a a uh, I guess kind of like a debate show for a half hour to forty minutes as long as we go, where one of us is going to play the judge, and the other two is going to take up a point. And the first episode tonight is going to be a Patriots classic, Julian Edelman versus Wes Welker. Who do you got? Who you got? Today I will be. Um, in the role of Julian Edelman, Kenneth will be in the role of Wes Welker, and Tyler will be asking the questions, giving us scenarios, uh, and and being the final judge who has to pick the winner. Hear ye, hear ye. Yeah, has to make. But the you end. know, what's not gonna be fun is arguing with the Patriots Encyclopedia himself. That's just gonna your knowledge. Fair. Yeah, it's going to get ugly. I'm admitting defeat right now, but I'm going to try. It's a tough one because you've got recency bias. Uh, to the maximum. People forget how good Wes Welker was. I don't forget. I just know that recency bias clouds everything. Um, so, You know who doesn't have recency bias is Tony, apparently, because he has two stickers on his computer. <laughs> one is a Malcolm Go podcast sticker. The other is just a picture of Pauly D's head. <laughs> It's a Pauly D sticker, the ones he, he hand, the ones he hands out to like his fans at the beach parties. How did you get a Pauly D sticker? My wife gave it to me. Uh, We're Jersey Shore people from way back. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we started with the show. Literally, we started dating as that show started, and I we've seen every episode. Now, my girlfriend's also a trash TV. It, that's it's so bad now. It's it's Horrendous. unbelievably bad. Yeah, it's not TV anymore. I just watch it because I don't know because it's on. I don't even understand. They they go on vacation. And, and then they, they do, do a anything. bunch of produced like yeah. events, 
And none of them are good, and nothing's funny. Nothing's fun. They're not fun. The best thing about Jersey Shore was they were shit-faced. Nobody knew who they were, and they were fighting every single episode. Taking drugs. Oh, so fucked up. I mean, one of the most classic things of all time is the situation with the neck roll on in Italy Uh, with the, the sunglasses on all fucked up on Oxys. Those are the days. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was so much better than Sober Mike and fucking... Uh, Ron is like beating up girls and like he's in wherever the hell he's in rehab. I mean, it's just a bore. Nobody drinks. Yeah. It, it's Lighten not, up. It's not a good show. No, it's not. No. And but if you would just turn it off, eventually they would it take would, it off it, the it air. Would go away. I do like watching a good Polly D uh, t- television program, though, but uh, everyone else I could do without. All right. Well, let's fire it up. I all right. Get that so here we chest. go Julian Edelman versus Wes Welker. Tyler, you take it away, host. All right, we're going to just go down kind of question by question. I'm going to tally it up. You know, this isn't going to be exactly – I'm swayable. You can persuade me. I like that. So, you know, you can – you get a, a point that might not necessarily make sense, but it, it falls. I could give you a keto treat since I'm right here next to you and you Tyler's in me, Arkansas. I didn't even offer you a cucumber. You give me treats. Yeah, that could go a long way. Sure. <laughs> I didn't even offer. Beers. Like, offer anything. Fire away. There are beers. Everything's, uh, I'm very, I'm easily bought. How do you like my Irish bar? It's a, for the, the big St. Paddy's Day party coming up. It's about a, what I would expect for an Italian. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking literally bought off of what shitty website. Uh, orientaltrading.com. Just get these dumb flags. Whatever, take it away. All right, we're going to start out... Um, we're going to start out with... Who had better hands? Welker Ooh. or Edelman? All around, Welker had better hands. He had one bad drop, though. It's hard for me to argue this because of that the It is drop. literally oh. the most memorable play of Wes Welker's career. If I had to guess... I argue, and I don't want to make your point for you, KP, but Wes Welker had to be targeted more than anybody in the league, but he was always up around the top of the league in drop percentage. But I always was okay with a Wes Welker drop because a Wes Welker drop was one out of like 20 targets he was getting a game. Julian Edelman, not a big drop guy, but he was right there with Wes uh, he got, I think, less targets, but he had ultimately less drops. So it kind of, you know, it, it would even out in, to- in totality. But I would say Julian Edelman probably had better hands if you're looking at a percentage based. And I mean, th- this is a he wild. Never dropped fumbles. I mean, I mean, in punts. I remember Wes Welker dropped a punt when he was playing for the Denver Broncos. It was very costly. A game in which Julian Edelman blew it up. The game they were down twenty four nothing at home. We're talking about Patriot careers. We're not talking about. No, we're talking about all. It's but it's part of it. It's part of the whole thing. <laughs> it's not. You. It would be beneficial to you, KP, if you included his entire career. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Because listen, I told you. I don't remember uh, Julian Edelman dropping a punt. Wes Welker dropped a windy punt in New England that ultimately lost them the game. Well, so um, did Nikhil. So who cares? Keel Harry. We're not talking. That's neither here nor there. He dropped a windy punt. Yeah, but he's that he's not he's not Edelman versus Welker, is he? It's Edelman has better hands, surer hands, and he built those hands. Okay, he built them. He was a quarterback coming out of college. Wes Welker was a weapon and in college. Um, 
So, I mean, really, I see no comparison. A man that built his entire his entire game from the start, from start to finish. I'm actually, I'm going to secede this one wow, because great. I. Th- that's exactly I what we're looking for here. All right. I immediately, the uh, debate, immediately the debate is over. I can't argue this because he has the worst drop that I'll ever see. So I just can't do that. No matter how great his hands were. He had like, he, he had a million targets every year. The most targeted in the NFL. And only dropped like 30 balls, but. I still can't do it. So uh, I, you get one. T- Tony gets one because of the one drop. Just roll over and show me your belly, boy. First, what is this? <laughs> Question one. First, I'll decide who gets it. Yeah. I still haven't ruled out Welker. <laughs> but I don't like that Tyler's on Welker's team. That's gonna hurt me in the in the he's long run. He's way. He's just arguably. I mean, he There's, was a better player. He created the position. Well, he was the most targeted in the NFL with Randy Moss on his team. Irregardless. Here's the difference is on Tony's wall in his basement, blown up on the wall, mm. is one of the greatest catches in NFL history. And yeah. Welker is also known for one of the worst the drops. Wor- he's got but the worst drop where Julian made the most ridiculous catch in the Super Bowl. That would fall more into... I. I it's tough to say if that necessarily just because of one drop and one play if you, that makes you have better hands overall in your career. It did it. I am leaning towards Edelman on that one. I agree. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'll let you pet my belly on that one because the one drop, you can have it. Question two. And who is a better route runner? Go ahead, Kenneth. I would say Wes Welker. Wes Welker created the the slot positions of Patriots. You don't have to say, I would say Wes Welker. You have to argue for Wes Welker. Okay, I'm sorry. Here's what happens. Do you West understand Walker a debate create- show? Yeah, here's what happened. You just got caught cheating on your girlfriend. Yeah. And you... <laughs> She's got nothing. You have to somehow, even if you don't believe it, convince her it didn't happen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, Wes Welker created the scheme that Julian Edelman plays in. Or played in. I guess he's retired now. Wes Welker created everything and made it and did it better than him. So, yeah, he was a better route runner. What do you mean? You don't get all the most targets in the NFL over like Julio Jones and Roddy White if you're not running the best routes in the league. That's just a fact. Who he wasn't. Get, but who would get? Who could get open? Buddy, quicker. Let me tell. Who's quicker and could get open faster? I mean, Wes Welker, sure, more polished coming out of college, going through the seasons as you get into the prime of their career. Say Wes's second or third season in New England. Versus Julian's like fourth or fifth season in New England. Who's sharper? I I'm think, you, okay, you're proving the point that he's a better route runner because he wasn't not. quicker. I'll give you that. He wasn't quicker or faster than Julian Edelman, but he was always open because he ran the best routes. But Julian and Wes ran the same routes at nearly the same pace. Wes was a little bit more cumbersome in the, his body. I'll give he He had quickness, elite quickness, but he wasn't like... I don't know. With Wes, it was more his legs, right? Yeah, he Julian's body. whole body tricked tricked cornerbacks. He would go just take his whip route, for instance, right on the on the goal line in the Super Bowl game on the yeah. line. Oh. Two steps, jab step inside, bring uh, Jeremy Lane past him with his left hand, a legal push off, back up. Wide open by three yards on the goal line. He got open by three yards on the goal line with, I think it was on the two. 
And he was I open by dis- three yards. I don't disagree. Okay, so who's more athletic out of the two? That's a, a dynamic Julian Edelman. Okay, it, it, I completely and utterly agree. Who had more receptions throughout their Patriot career? Welker. Over- boy, KP. There you that go. seals so, it, it up. That's it, what it, I was you, looking for. Does that make him a better route runner? Athletic, or does that make the offense? Athletic- yes, he had to be a better if route runner. If I had a bell, he was slow. I would go ding, 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 okay. ding. Because KP just made, the, made a great point that Welker clearly didn't have as good as hands. We already yeah. established that. But somehow had more receptions his entire career. But I'm not sure that that's not... Uh, you know, part because of the offense. The offense, when when Wes Welker got to New England, they invented an offense. Does anybody remember? He got there in 2007. Randy Moss on the outside. Wes Welker inside. Stallworth on the other side. And then they had Ben Watson at tight end. A young Ben Watson who could run and run fast and block. And a good running back. And a young Lawrence Maroney, an elite offensive line, and an elite Tom Brady. They invented an offense that no one had ever seen before. They literally went undefeated until the Super Bowl. And nobody knew who Wes Welker was. So if you think that just him getting all these receptions was like him by alone, a lot of it has to do with uh, perception. Rob Gronkowski... In 2011, nobody really knew who he was. That's why he had a gazillion yards. And then until like 2012, when they had to start figuring out how to stop him. What was it, his peak? When did he have 17 touchdowns or 19? 2011, his first year, like that he blew up. But 2010, he was like getting, you know, it was his rookie year, he was getting good. 2011, he becomes this elite player. And then 2012, I'm not the defenses dictate towards that. But Welker in New England. First year, 2007, 112 receptions. The next year, 111 with Castle. The and next he, year, he 123. He had 1,000 yards every year except for the year I think he tore his ACL. And he had a, that was game 16. He had 122 receptions one year and 118 receptions in one year. Yeah, and he, and you're saying he's less athletic. He's not as fast. He is he less athletic, but I'm telling you they invented an offense that nobody knew how to stop. And Correct. The, and the, he the thing created about the, that Edelman did worse because he had less receptions yeah. <laughs> with worse talent around him. Right. We are giving this round to KP. I disagree. Disagree. All right. The encyclopedia. I like, I like, I like the animosity. Yeah. All right. I mean, question three. It's one to one. Who is better at celebrating Super Bowls? Okay. <laughs> there's no, there's no, only one guy. That's a, never that's won a, one. So. I mean. Let's face it. Great. A Super Bowl MVP. You know how hard it is to be a wide receiver Super Bowl MVP? It's nearly impossible. Deion Branch did it. Uh, and I don't even know. Enough. Cooper Cup just did it, didn't he? Oh, no. Did Stafford get it? I don't know who got it. I didn't even care. Cooper Cup got it. Did he? He was just so dominant this year. But, um, I mean, it's rare. It's not as rare as, like, a running back, but it's but rare. James White. Yeah. He didn't get it. Yeah, he did. No, Brady got it, and he, like, gave him the fucking truck. It would have been far nicer if Wes Welker had won one, so this round is not fair. I'll give you this, though. In Super Bowl Forty Two, had the Patriots won, Wes Welker would have been MVP. I think... He, oh, my God. If he... Oh, my God. If he catches a ball? No, no, no. That's the other one. Oh, in Super Bowl Forty Two, oh, the, ga- the first game against the Giants, he had a lot of re- yeah. catches in that game. He had all of the catches. I was just reading that before I think you can make we got on. Make an argument that, you know, we've seen... After one of the Super Bowls, Edelman got caught 
in uh, a hotel room with a girl. Yep. She took a selfie yep. in bed with him. That girl was like a four and a half at best. Which that makes me like him even more. Because Edelman is a certified nine. Right, he's ten. a certified nine with the body of a ten. He's a god he's got a Greek god's body. If you're drunk and you're just throwing it around town to a girl that would put you on Instagram, I kinda respect the shit out of yeah, that. Yeah, I guess so. And also I- that was that was first Julian Edelman. You know what I mean? That's like that's like First year blow up, Julian Edelman. Like, yeah. remember when Gronk was like his first year blow up? He was with the fucking porn star in Arizona. I mean, you don't know how to handle fame yet. I guess that's fair. And I mean, Edelman does. Who's his baby mama? Like, it's someone she's some, yeah, like a Russian model or something. Yeah, they're pretty hot. And he was with Adriana Lima for a while. I mean, the guy's the guy's a ten. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he does. Wes Welker can't pull that kind of ass. Put that in there too. Check that off. <laughs> Well, Wes, okay, so he, this he, is an unfair question, and I think we should throw it away because Wes Walker never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, we're, we're that was just thrown out there as a as a bit, I think. Yeah, that was, we'll we'll see. I'll, I'm judging. I'm taking everything <laughs> in right now. David Andrews. David Andrews wins Best Patriot Celebrator. All right, next question: Who had a higher peak? Oh, fuck! It has I, to be. It has to be Wes Welker. His his statistics and his peak are far better than anything Julian Edelman did. Okay. Cody just made a, a no 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 face like you're trying to feed like a three year old vegetables. I'm trying to get. I'm just <laughs> trying. What I'm no, trying to no. do is just give give KP the chance. I told him I said you got two weeks to prepare for Wes Welker. I didn't need to prepare for Julian Edelman. So a peak right goes up. His peak, his peak season was 123 receptions, almost 1400 yards, and. Four touchdowns. That's not great. But that's a – would you say that's a peak or the one where he had 118 receptions? Oh, wait, 122 with 1,600 yards and nine touchdowns. Oh, and the year after that, he had 1,400 yards and six touchdowns. I don't know. Did he ever fall off the peak with the Patriots? I'd say no. No, I wouldn't say he would. But Julian Edelman yeah. literally had a peak. He – I mean, he, uh, he, he went – he grew from a special teamer Drafted in the seventh round, a quarterback. They didn't know what he was going to be, a corner, a uh, punt returner. You know, literally 2009 was in 11 games. Did like, you know, he was probably their fifth receiver. Didn't do anything in 2010. Didn't do anything in 11. Do anything in 12. That's when Wes Welker leaves. So they need Danny Amendola to step up, right? They asked Danny Amendola to come in. They pay him more than Wes gets in Denver. Who was good. And guess what? Nobody realizes Julian Edelman's better than both of them. He, t- he takes 2013 over, 105 catches for 1,000 yards. The minute he gets a chance, you got to understand, Wes Welker is brought in as a free agent. So they know he can play. Wes, I mean, Julian has to claw his way to a peak. He had four seasons of just returning punts. They, Bill Belichick let Julian Edelman go across to San Francisco Interview in San Francisco, interview in New York to be a free agent and sign with them. None of them wanted him. He came back for nothing, blew up. He wanted to play here. He's loyal to New England. His peak lasted one, two, three, four, five, six years. What six years? Because 2013 to 2019. I could tell you six years. And that West played, and every single one of them was better, including the one after. After he tore his ACL. Again, they invented the offense. The numbers were inflated. That's like saying... You I mean, don't think don't that's know. even more impressive that they invented an offense and he was that good after they invented it for six years? You also have... No. Well, Julian Edelman's doing these numbers 
Think about this. Wes Welker's doing it with Randy Moss on the outside, Ben Watson at tight end, Rache Caldwell on the... I mean, it's not Rache Caldwell. Dante Stallworth on one side. Julian Edelman had Gronkowski, sure. But, I mean, there was always a plug-in X receiver. But he had... Wait, this is ridiculous. First of all, KP, get in KP is afraid to get into the mud. Randy Moss was there for like 12 weeks. No, he was there for three and a half years. Played one season, and both of them had far over a thousand yards. I don't understand. I don't understand your argument with Randy Moss. I feel like that makes it harder. No, it doesn't. It opens up the entire field. How many times you got to listen to the? They need a guy that can take the top off the defense so Edelman can get open. That was Randy Moss, the greatest tight end of all time. Played with exactly, and he got a hundred catches a year. Hey, real quick, and not even uh, nearly the amount of yards because his peak just wasn't as good. He he was good. He was even great, but he wasn't as good as Wes Welker at his best. Not even close. I mean, let's face it. Wes Welker was, especially after Moss left, Wes Welker was the feature. He was the top receiver in the in the league. Uh, I mean, in, in terms of receptions and close on yards most years. And um, Julian Edelman just never was that. He was always behind Gronkowski or behind uh, even Dion Branch. Um, and he, you know, he was the number two guy at most on most, um, on, you know, most teams. Julian Edelman? Good. His, his, yeah, I mean, good. His, Gronkowski his, is always the number his, one target on that team. So what is that saying that. about Julian Edelman? It's saying He's that he a, is a piece <laughs> that, I forgot the question. I'm going to be quite who honest. Who has a higher peak? <laughs> uh, who had a higher peak? <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. No, Julian Edelman had a higher peak because he clawed what? to a peak. Ju- no, that's not Wes Welker was a plateau. He was good from the start because they invited an offense that was basically unheard of, and he just had to continue playing in that offense. So they made a they made an offense. His we'll say his first year they make an offense that is unheard of, and then his fifth year is the best year he ever has. I don't I don't understand. So people just didn't adjust because because Moss was gone. By the time when Moss was gone, Wes had to take over the entire team. Well, thank you, and now you're proving my point. After you said that L. that he wasn't a fo- now he's the focal point. And he's getting doubled and triple teamed, and he just drops a 1600 yard season on your dome. That's the peak of all peaks. Currently, the score after three rounds. I hear it. Is KP two Tony one? <laughs> all right. This is a fucking. This is nonsense. I'm fighting a losing battle. Round three. Give me some good. I'm questions. gonna win. The- Who I'm is the best? Who is the better returner? Both? Not even close. Julian Edelman is a top five punt returner of all time. Julian Edelman, I think, has more touchdowns um, than Welker. Way more yards. Um, and he never fumbled. He, he The surest hands. He That's how he made the team. If you don't remember the famous clip in 2009, he returns the punt. And Belichick looks at Wes Welker and says, do you know who Wally Pip is? And, and Wes says, no. He's like, he's the guy that went, was sick uh, and got Lou Gehrig. You know, Lou Gehrig had to play for the Yankees. So that says, what are you getting Wally Pipped? Julian Edelman, Wally Pipped Wes Welker. He was so good at returning punts. Yeah, I just, I can't. I, Tyler, I'm just going to roll over here because Edelman's just. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was he's looking just, up fucking stats. They're both very better. good. They both he, had very good punts. very good, but Edelman has a higher average, and he's returned 32 more punts. Like, I was looking at this earlier because I knew 
some reason this would come up, and I can't even argue it. Like, there's a lot of things you argue in life. This isn't one. No. Hold on. Let's, I that, just want to look up his stat. Julian Edelman has 2,000 yards returning punts. 2,000. He's got four touchdowns, which is probably a Patriots best. His average all-time is 11.2 yards on a punt. That's he's absurd. Just he's just better. I can't argue that one. That's that was a fair, that's two two. Right, let's I, move. I want to see the because now I want to see what it is that like what is so this because this goes into the whole thing because this is the whole deal. You're, this is the whole deal. I mean, I, to be honest, he's seventeenth all time, and I mean these. I mean one to seventeen is is one point six yards, and it, you know that's. That's the difference By between the, the number one punt returner and the 17th is 1.6 yards. So right now, if Welker had 10.4 yards per return and 114. I mean, it's not like he was a slouch. Slouch. I don't know how to judge this because currently. Welker's not two, even top 50. Currently, it's so two you know. to two. But if we're judging this like a boxing match. The rounds, Tony. Are knock, they're, they're knockdown rounds. They're, they're, it's 10 to 8. It's 10, 8, 10, 8. Exactly. In the the rounds yeah. that KP are winning, Tony is scrapping and clawing and fighting. I'm trying to win. You know how he, the best box KP is, is literally he's, you're riding the stat book. You've got nothing. You've got no dirt. You've got no you got no dirt in your nails, Kenneth. I don't have to have dirt in my nails. The stat exactly. book is how you you're fucking complacent day. is what you are. You've been born complacent. All right. <laughs> A man that knows only championships. Round 5, we have 3 rounds left. Who is tougher, Edelman or Welker? I don't even think it's close. <laughs> I don't even think it's close. Julian Edelman played through pain. I mean, what were his injuries? Uh, I, I list exactly. Frank injury. Name he tore his injury. ACL. Same thing as Wes. I mean, I don't remember him going out with any concussion. Not that that makes you tougher. But how about the hit he takes from Cam Chancellor in the Seattle Super Bowl to keep the game going? Third and 17. He takes a shot over the middle. Basically, he should have been, if this was like in this day and age, they would have taken him off the field on that hit. One of the hardest hits I've ever seen, and he didn't even go down completely. Like, it would have been considered a knockdown in, in boxing, but, I mean, it was barely a knockdown. He was half. he was literally destroyed by a guy that was 6'4", 230, and he just, you know, shrugged it off and tried to get 30 more yards. Fucking Wes Welker was wearing a, a, a Marvin the Martian helmet year 12. I mean, Wes Welker was like five foot nine and like 180 pounds and had unlimited concussions, and he played every game with the concussions. It's a, di- it's a difficult one to argue for, on both sides. I mean, they were both unbelievably tough and took gigantic hits. I mean, they both I mean, replayed the same position over the middle. He was 5'9", 180. He was like, like James Madison's size. Not different. 5'10", 198, Julian Edelman. Yeah, I mean, I remember multiple times. Didn't he get absolutely against the Bills? Wes Welker one time, I thought he died on the field, and then he got up. And then his ankle, I remember his ankle being ruined. I don't know. That guy literally, I remember a quote he said. I remember it. Something about his brain was going to explode. This was like years ago. I mean, this might be a draw only because you can't really, that's, I mean, they were both doing From 2005 to 2014, Welker only missed eight games in a nine-year stretch. He played 16 games. One, two, three. Seven times. And he played a, he played two on his uh on a torn MCL at the end he of the tore year. Tore his ACL in Houston. ACL. 
game 16 when they had nothing to play for. I remember it vividly. And then Julian Edelman came in and they got blown up by the Ravens. And doing that by getting the ball a lot more, too. Yeah. Far more. I, getting listen, hit every play. He literally got unlimited concussions. Uh, the, toughness I the is NFL, a... Uh, the NFL wasn't going to give him his pension because he got too many concussions. I'll go... And here's where I'm going to make the tie break. Good arguments on both sides. Welker is from Oklahoma and California. Yeah. So, I, you know, you, this is Oklahoma boys, something about them. I feel like, you know. He, he's, he's a cowboy as, a, as opposed to like a mechanic's son. Always ha- he always had good quotes about it. He never cared. That boy don't care about getting hurt. He's ready to ranch cattle. He was like fucking a punter, a kicker. I mean, he, he did kick field goals. And shit. He probably played seven-man football when he was growing up. No, All right. One more, uh, one more round until the final round. Right now, scores three to two KP. I mean, I don't That's know if we have to score it. Who, as who is better in the playoffs? I mean, what do you think of when you think of the playoffs? Do you think of clutch? Do you think of uh, the biggest moments? Julian Edelman, who's got more touchdowns, more receptions, uh, more clutch moments. That doesn't. That's not necessarily a thing. But in factual scenarios, they're thinking about putting Julian Edelman and no disrespect, one of your more average receivers in regular season play. There, there's legitimate conversations about putting him in the Hall of Fame because of his uh, postseason career. If it wasn't for the postseason, nobody would even th- bat an eye to a Julian Edelman as a Hall of Famer. Julian Edelman proved his worth in the playoffs. And that, to me, makes you the ideal Patriot. I don't need you to put up numbers. We're not here to showboat and spike in the end zone. We're here to win rings and hang banners. You understand? And Julian Edelman is here to do just that. That's why he comes in. Yeah, he'll get his, he'll have less receptions, less yards than your Wes Welkers. But fucking week one against the Chargers, he's going to put up 140. He's going to fucking, against the Rams, he's going to go up and put 150 on your ass. He's going to win a Super Bowl MVP. He's going to go to Kansas City. He's going to make third down receptions. He's going to make diving catches against the Atlanta Falcons. That's what Julian Edelman's going to bring you. Kenneth, retort. Kenneth, retort. I can only retort with stats because, I mean, everything you said, recency bias is everything. And Julian Edelman is probably one of the greatest Patriot playoff players of all time because he wasn't, like, great in the regular season. He's just good. He got by. Um, But let's go to the stat board here, why don't we, Tony? In nine games, Mr. Welker had 69 catches for 700 yards and four touchdowns, correct? Correct. That's this is in the same period of time, right? This is 2007, 2012. This is Edelman 2013 to 2018. So in 13 games, Edelman had 106 catches, 1300 yards, and three touchdowns. All right. So if you give Edelman four more games, right? I'm sorry. If you give Welker four more games at the average clip he's going at, boy oh boy, would he have more touchdowns and about the same amount of yards. But he didn't. And how? Yeah, well, and he, then where? He, where is like, his? Where is his signature moment? Where's his signature playoff moment? That's, I mean, I can't, I'm not going to talk about his signature playoff moment because it doesn't help my argument. Um, And how if you go receiving yards per game, Julian Edelman 78, Wes Welker 66 in the playoffs. Close. Touchdowns, though. Touchdowns matter in the playoffs. Wes Welker was much more a touchdown maker than Julian Edelman. But that doesn't change the fact. fact. Julian Edelman has 1,400 yards in the playoffs. 
Jerry Rice is the only one that goes above him. I mean, I, do, I, 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 this is a hard one, but if you give Edelman the four more games, it's tight, and he has more touchdowns. So I don't know that it's like as like, yeah, he might not have the moment, quote unquote. But if you give him four more games, you might maybe. But two thousand eight, Tom Brady's out with an ACL injury. Two thousand nine, he tore his own ACL. Wes Welker. Um, By the way, do you remember what he did with Matt Castle? I just want to. Uh, do you remember what he did? Yeah, it was fine. They didn't make the playoffs. Didn't do enough. Yeah, but he, had, he had all the yards because he's goaded. Didn't do enough. Tom Brady was suspended for four games once. They went three and one. And they made the playoffs and won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, for, to me, hands down, playoff performance, Julian Edelman can be no question. I just don't. Statistically, I don't know. He has less touchdowns and the yards Same would amount be of about touchdowns, that. five. Same yards per reception. Yeah, what and Welker had sorry. four less games. He had four less three games. Three less games. Oh, sorry. No, five four. less games. Three less games started. So that's that means nothing. But what I mean, do you mean that means? <laughs> no, game started versus games versus game started. I'm saying is meaningless. The receiving yards. Listen, the receiving yards. Just think about. Okay, here's a here's a scenario. The thought of go from regular season and then to uh, postseason. If you put Julian Edelman's postseason play in regular season, it eclipses everything Wes Welker does. Julian Edelman's jump from regular season player to postseason player is a whole different. It's a whole different atmosphere. He created himself in the in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? If there was he had a playoffs, Julian Edelman's a J-A-G, a just another guy. Right now, he is talking. They're talking legitimately. They're going to have Hall of Fame conversations about Julian Edelman because of the playoffs. They're not having Hall of Fame conversations over Wes Welker. If they have a conversation about him making the Hall of Fame, Wes Welker will be first ballot because he's statistically just far beyond what Edelman was. All right. Round through, Round six. I mean, it goes to Julian Edelman. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that was so. That was. <laughs> All right, so we have a tie. This is how we're gonna end it. This is gonna be, this is gonna be like a two-part question. Trey Lumber. And I want to hear closing arguments on both sides. We're not gonna have a back and forth bickering. Okay. We're gonna have one person's gonna go. They're gonna make their case. Next person's gonna go. The combo question. Who is a better football player along with you're in the fourth quarter of a game and it's tied? What player are you taking? AP, you go first. You're, on, you're, you're the visitor. All right, I'll be the visitor. Well, the model of consistency and the man that created the Patriots offense that we're in today, I'll give Tom Brady some credit, but Wes Welker – created the position that Julian Edelman played. He never heard of Troy like, Brown. Never heard of Troy Brown. Okay. Troy, Bra- Troy Brown's good, but Troy Brown's no Wes Welker. Let's go. Let's slow the roll. He's got a West- red jacket. That boy's got a red hey, jacket. Hey, 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 easy, easy. And you think Wes Welker, Wes Welker had 100. He had over a hundred receptions every year, except for the year after his ACL and far over a thousand yards every year. Julian Edelman himself, he said the words, if it wasn't for Wes Welker, I don't know what position I'd play. Or he said some shit like that. Wes Welker created his position. Who? What's be- more better praise to prove that my argument that Wes Welker's better than you than to tell him he created it? 
He had more yards. He had more touchdowns. And he was just far better. And he was born in Oklahoma, so he's kind of from the South. He, I, I don't really know what to say. He's a model of consistency. You could depend on the guy at all times, except for once in his whole entire <laughs> was that Was that once important? Was that an important it, thing no. that happened? It was, it, was a, it was a bad throw. Um, a really bad throw, actually. And, oh, and no. it wasn't that when bad. You think, when you think of slot receivers, every single, every single list in the top three is going to be Wes Welker. Julian Edelman doesn't crack the top five in most of them. Unless maybe I don't know you're who's making these lists. Playoff. I don't know who's making these lists. Okay. So I mean, are you done? So that's, that's my argument. Well, first question was, who's a better football player? Okay, so let me, let, me, let me list this for you. Coming out of college, where'd he go? Kent State. Okay, where did he play? What position did he play? Quarterback. Okay, so he get, he's got no chance to really order, order in the court. God damn it. He's got no <laughs> chance of being a quarterback in the NFL. So he just goes to the combine or whatever he does, runs, doesn't know what he's going to play, does kick returns, pl- does cornerback stuff. So if you want to get into who's the better football player, Julian Edelman, how many passes has he thrown for touchdowns? How many times has he thrown the ball for the Patriots offense? How many times has he returned kicks? How many times did he step up and do play cornerback for uh, beleaguered Patriots defenses? Julian Edelman sacked fucking Vince Young in an NFL game. Julian Edelman was trusted to have a cornerback blitz. That's how smart of a football mind he is. His, we already talked about his punt return prowess, his offensive prowess, and, I mean, he's a leader. Of, I mean, you've seen him on the sidelines screaming. How many times have you seen Wes Welker screaming on the sidelines to get the offense going or barking at Tom Brady to get the team going? Firing up Tom, the man that needs not to be fired up. The man that fires you up is getting fired up by Julian Edelman. Okay? That's what you need to know. And uh, what was yeah. the second part of that question? Fourth quarter of a game, which player do you want? Again. Tie game. Okay, think back. Kansas City Chiefs, AFC Championship game. Who was he going to? Third down, third down, bang, bang. Third and 10, third and 10, third and 10. Julian Edelman, who everybody knew the ball was going to. You had a dead Gronkowski on one side, and then Chris Hogan, who couldn't get open against me. And then they have Julian Edelman, the inside and double coverage, open for third and 10 three times in a row. That's who you go to in the fourth quarter. Clutch is clutch is clutch is clutch, Tyler. Doesn't matter where it is, when it is. Tom Brady and Julian Edelman was a, a master class in clutch football by an all-time football player, not just a wide receiver. I just don't understand how you could make the, make the argument you'd rather have him when everything, statistically speaking. the argument, speaking, I was answering the question. Well, statistically speaking, Tom Brady, the man you speak of, Thomas Edward, went to West Welker far more than he ever looked the direction of Julian Edelman every single year. So therefore, at the end of the game, I trust the guy who's Mr. Consistency, the man who created the position, who dominated the league. He didn't just dominate the, you know, the Patriots. He wasn't just a good Patriots receiver. He had the most receptions in the league, and it wasn't even close. I go with that man, the man who who catches touchdowns, the man who gets open while he might not be the most athletic. Okay. Two of, great now, Wes Welker had an elite offensive weapon in his presence. Julian Edelman had an elite offensive weapon in his offense. But yet, Tom Brady is going to Julian Edelman in clutch moments in AFC Championship well, games and Super Bowls. Wes, Tom Brady is going to Randy Moss 
in 2007 and 89. Not go to Rob Gronkowski in the biggest moments. He sure did. He did. But he st- he went to fucking Julian Edelman a lot too. Especially so think so about that Kansas City game. Julian Edelman's getting that ball pumped into him to move those chains. Pretty, uh, do you think a lot of that has to do with Gronk being quadruple? Gr- I'm not comparing Gronk and Randy Moss. Also, Rand- I mean, part of it. Different- part what? of it. I just I this is my argument. This is my so argument you had, you with Wes Walker Hernandez. and Randy Moss. Brady you forget- game on the line. He's throwing you had Aaron Hernandez too. You had Aaron Hernandez too at one wow. point. Yes. Okay. For a couple years. Uh, and so that West so then was on those two, teams too. You've got two dudes that are going to get far more attention than than Julian Edelman is. And then Wes Welker had Randy Moss going on the outside. They could double team both of them. And guess who had more receptions and yards every year? And touchdowns. Wes Welker was on the team with Rob Gronkowski and Randy Moss, lest we forget. Okay. Well, Fucking Gronk was a fetus. He doesn't count. Still counts. He was this a, is he, a tough one. This is that's it. All right, am, we'll leave it up to you, Tyler. We rest our cases, I think. You know, I was coming in. I was leaning. Wes Walker's from Oklahoma, by the way. West Walker's terrible. From you can't be a good judge and lean some way. Listen, every judge leans away. <laughs> every, <laughs> Let's be honest here. I'm just I'm just more of an honest judge. I was leaning Welker coming in. Uh just the numbers are there. The consistency, the longevity is there. Tony made some good arguments today. Yeah. He made some strong points. AP? He's a stat humper. He's a stat humper. He is. Yeah, sure. I did like, I mean, KP, the rounds he won, there were fights, and he won those rounds. He he had to claw to win those rounds. Tony's rounds were handed over a little bit more easily. He didn't really. Knockout blows. Yeah, you didn't really, you know, there wasn't really a lot of pushback. So you didn't really have to go full out to win the rounds. Yeah, did I? But did I? Didn't I fight and give you your information? The information you Tony, needed. you got to ask who was a better playoff receiver. All right, Julian Edelman. I, I'm a, with, now are you saying that debate. was a gimme? Yeah, that's a fucking gimme, especially with recency bias. What do you mean? He's one of the best receivers in the playoffs ever. I can't argue that. I tried. In the end. I have to give it to Tony. Let's go in an upset. I one and zero. One and zero. I didn't think I was going to do I'll this give... coming in, and I I hate to do it, but that's where I land. And I love it. What a judge! What a judge! I love it. That's a great. I would say a point I would have mentioned uh, in one point of this is that Wes Welker was part of the best offense that ever existed. That's correct. Yeah. But- I tried to stay away from it because because Tony was it helps Tony because he had Randy fucking Moss. It's not like Randy yeah. Moss wasn't on the team. I would say Welker was probably a bigger part of that offense than Moss. Yeah, I, mean, I think I everyone I, thought when in two thousand seven everyone thought Randy Moss was done. So it was like, first of all, who's Wes Welker? Why did the Patriots trade a second round pick for this guy? And then they had Stallworth, who was also an established receiver. They had Watson, and uh, you know that was it. I mean, so. Uh, Tyler has a hard out, so I will say that was a great first week of this. I want everybody in Malcolm Goland, if you've got, we're also thinking about doing, uh, interesting scenarios, like what, what would have happened if, uh, where one of our good, what ifs, some good, what ifs, like say, Hey, what happens if Nikhil Harry's foot is inbounds uh, and ruled down correctly? What if Wes Welker makes the catch in Super Bowl 42, 47, whatever. In an off season podcast, we somehow managed to bring up Nikhil Harry three times. (laughs) I'm not not debating. 
I'm not debating anything to kill Harry. I can't I'm do it. Can't. I'm just saying what ha- what would ha- what would that season look like had Nikhil Harry's foot been correctly ruled in bounds? You know what I mean? I just what would happen if what would happen if uh, Rob Gronkowski's uh, ankle isn't fucking injured in the uh, Super Bowl in 2012? So many things. Um, but yeah. so if you guys have anything in Malcolm Goland you want to send us Malcolm Go Podcast at gmail.com, Brady Disciple on Twitter, Malcolm Go Pod on Twitter. Of course, the Patreon is open, patreon.com slash Malcolm Go Podcast. Uh, you can join the Discord server, Malcolm Go uh, Podcast on there. Shout out to Towery. Shout out to Towery. Thinking of you, bud. Hope everything's going well with you and uh, everyone's safe and sound. Do you want to mention that next week we are doing who's the better quarterback, Drew Bledsoe or Tom Brady? That so. is going to be tight. <laughs> yeah, we don't have an idea of what's going on next next week. All I know is that I'm 1-0, and it's going to continue that way. All right, boys. Uh, until next time, go Pets, go. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's Let's go. intercepted. Intercepted to the Butler. Butler has it at the one. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.